Welcome to the Breakthrough Podcast with your host, Reba Hobbs, a podcast motivated to help survivors of trauma to heal and focus on their full potential. to another breakthrough podcast i am your host reba and i am happy to be here with you the guys today first of all let me say happy new year happy new year we are here for another day another season another life um i'm personally thankful because god has brought me and my kids through another year and i say that without saying um I said that without fullness of joy because most people didn't make it. And I think sometimes we take it for granted of where God has brought us and what has God has sent us. So I just thank God right now for everything that he's done for bringing us through another year. I'm so excited, guys, about this new year only because this year we are working on some things personally. Um... Not that we wasn't working on things personally, but this year we're working on some things personally with my children, and we're working on some things personally where we're being open and transparent on this podcast. God has taken me to another level where he's asking me, uh, where he's telling me and asking me to be more open on this podcast and transparent, meaning going deeper down and what's going on, what has, um, how to help other people. I need to tell more personal stories, so that's what we're here for. Um, I'm telling, I'm, I'll be on here telling stories I've never told before. I've been on here telling stories that you never heard before. I'm telling you things that I have actually, actually never released before. It is early in the morning. It's a Saturday. So give me, uh, my, you know, brain is not functioning right now. I wanted to get this podcast out the way. So I get to enjoy and relax for the rest of the day. I have the kids today with me this weekend. Pretty much what we're doing. We're just eating pizza, pampering, and relaxing and resting today. My son, he does homework all morning, all night. So usually that's what he does. So I'm trying to get him out of the relaxation. And then my daughter, she's in there playing a game where she was being loud. So I recorded this three times. But, um... Yeah, so that's where we at. That's the weekend wrap-up, really. And the reason why I'm doing the weekend wrap-up now is because it is the weekend. I usually do the weekend wrap-up after the weekend, but it's the weekend. We're here um, because we're pretty much trying to get the word out of what God wants us to do this year. Now, of course, let's go back. The word of the year is... Last year was, uh, the year before was Elevation. Last year was Blessings. And, um, I can't think of the word. But this year is Discipline. The word of the year is Discipline. God is taking me to another space where he's asking me to be more disciplined in what I say, what I do, how I run my business, how I do things in my life, personally with my kids too. 
I also decided that this year is for my kids. So this is the year of my kids. 2024, I am more pouring into my kids. It's about my children. So this is a year for me personally. It's about my kids. Everything is about them. Everything that I'm doing and going to do, God is asking me to do, <clears throat> it's about them. So with that being said, I am excited because they are going into another um, year where they are publishing their own books this year. So both of them are publishing their own books. I am teaching them how to write and publish their own books. And so that's just a exciting journey that I'm taking with them. Pretty much, I want my kids to understand what it is to be an author, like mommy is. Mommy is probably three more books this year. Yes, three more. Don't get me wrong; they all have not getting, have not been written, but they most of them been written because it's what's in me. Okay, so because I am a coach, and I use real life occurrences and situations, this is always in me. So, whatever happens, whatever I see on TV, it's kind of like happenstance to have something that helped. I've always been like this, so a book is always in me. Please don't, you know, that's that's how it is. And that's how it works with authors, but also that's how it works with people that actually in the field that helps. That's what I am at. So I always use, I can always use something as content. I always use something as uh, to help. So three more books are going to be published this year. Pray with me, pray for me, because this is going to be a, uh, a terrifying journey. I could say that. It's some things that God told me to do back in October to prepare for this year. Now, most of the time when people prepare for the new year, they, I don't think they prepare early enough. They just say, okay, I'm going to do this when January 1st start. How I work is I start tapping into things in October, November. Only because I feel like when January first started, I'm kind of behind the ball game because I should have already started it. Just because it's a new year, it's technically a new year, but it's not a new you unless you want to do new things. Well, if you want to do new things, you do new things by technically stopping and saying what I need to do for next year. You don't do that on January first. You do that before January first. So what I do is in October, November. I prepare, I write down, I speak on some things that God has wanted me to do. And I start preparing for my, my journey. If it's a new job, I start looking for the jobs that God has wanted me to have. If it's a, so I know what I have to do. If it's a career, is it something with my kids, doctor's appointments, things for me, do it in the year before that you know the year is that around the end of the year that you know the year is coming most people don't but most people do you want to work out you don't have to start waiting to work out January 1st say I'm gonna get back in the gym leave them people at that gym alone if you ain't been at the gym start working out at home most of my workouts that I've done in over the years has been at home I've changed my body and lost weight at home all the weight I told you I lost over the years it's been at home not at a gym um, I use what I can. I have this this app, shout out to Fit On, but I have this app called Fit On. I've been using it for the last three, four years. 
and it's a free app and they have everything on there they have everything from motivation to exercise to stretching we don't understand that stretching is a big part of working out and i'm talking about they just have stretching you don't have to work out you don't have to do the whole like exercising and everything else Stretching is a big part of our blood vessels, moving, everything else. We should be stretching every day, regardless if you work out or not. I promise you, stretching actually helps your mind. Because I notice sometimes when I don't stretch, like this morning, I didn't get my good stretch out. It it pretty much um, rushes the blood to your brain. And it helps you to get everything out. So, I'm stretching as we're talking, because a little bit. So I can help myself get what I need to say. Um, on this podcast, pretty much today, we're going to be open and transparent. And we're going to talk about some things that I've never talked about. And I've never talked about with personal people before. Like my platform or maybe even my friends don't even know. Um, just my close family members or whatever. And I, I don't even think they know. But whatever. We're going to talk about it. And then... We're going to, this year, um, this year is more more of discipline and free will and whatever God wants to do for me. So right now I'm fasting. You all, you guys all know that I fast at the beginning of January every year. I do a 21 day fast. Um, and that's whatever I do. It's not the day you fast because I eat fruits and vegetables as much as I do. I don't do the day fast. So, I do a different fast. Most of mine is social media. Um, And it's not just social media. It's not only social media. It's just Facebook. Um, I use my platform on Instagram for my business. So, Facebook, uh, I can't stand it, to tell you the truth. So, um, I fast Facebook because it's more of an addiction. And then, I also fast coffee. Um, I fast... So, within 21 days, I, I, I break up things. But, anyway. So, we're doing this 21-day fast. Uh, <clears throat> right now, it's social media. Because I have my coffee with me. Next week, is coffee. But, while we're trying to be disciplined, we've been disciplined in what God is telling, telling us. Uh, working out. Working out is a big one for me. Because, sometimes, when I'm, 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 like, rush, rush, rush. Got so much on my mind. I push working out to later to later to later okay i think most of us do that but with that being said let's get right into the podcast because it has to do with what i'm talking about i want to talk about mental illnesses and mental issues today most of the time when we talk about mental illness we think of someone that is bipolar schizophrenic and all those other categories that I can't think of right now. Mental illness, most of the time, is something that you're diagnosed with that you have to have a prescription for. Okay? To help you cope everything else. Mental issues are something that you live with just like a mental illness, but you live with the mental illness um, 
before you know you're diagnosed with it or it could be one of both or it could be both that's what I mean and I'll break down what I'm talking about in two seconds I have within the last two three years was diagnosed it might have been three years because <clears throat> it was before when I, when I was married was diagnosed with anxiety now most people don't understand or know what anxiety is most of the time people think anxiety is something that you're rush 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 brain 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 not oh okay um and i'll say diagnose but most of the time before i had anxiety i knew i had anxiety i used to have panic attacks real bad real bad back in my 20s I was literally in the hospital every month. I don't think my family even knew something. Time my family did know. And the reason why I think my family did know, because I think I told my mom all the time. And she used to call me a, a hypochondriac. <clears throat> That's a look it up. It's pretty much a person that panics about everything and then go to the doctor about everything. I was. Because as you guys know, my uh, former listeners, I was a sickly child. So anything that happened to me when I was from the age of birth, pretty much birth, okay? Um, three months to up to, to my 20s, pretty much I was in and out the hospital. And the reason why I was because I was having panic attacks where I didn't even understand that there was panic attacks, okay? Panic attacks led to uh, me finding out I'm claustrophobic. I cannot be in tight spaces. Um, panic attacks led to... No, panic attacks didn't just lead to that, but panic attacks led to me not understanding who I was. Um, Me, most of the time, panic attacks, but the panic attacks I was having came out as anger, boisterous, um, snapping. And as I told you guys before, I've always been, when I was young, I was a very, 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 very angry person. I would snap off like a ticking time bomb. I still kind of got some of those characteristics, but I'm working on a lot of stuff. But I'm much better than I was yet later. I mean, um, younger. So, my panic attacks went from that. Um, and then, when I learned how to control my panic attacks, most of the time my panic attacks came from me being busy. Me trying to work two and three jobs as, as a young person and take care of my son and when I felt like a panic attack and it's kind of got to do with anxiety we're going to go there is a form of not being in control okay so as I got older I used to hear this thing about you got control issues you got control issues you got control issues then it transformed me to have panic attacks to OCD as you guys know I've acknowledged and that kind of got acknowledged three years ago too with an anxiety of my OCD I knew I had OCD I've heard it from my mom I had OCD because I am a clean worry word pretty much I clean when I worry I clean continuously I clean okay I promise you the rest that I'm talking about I'm gonna do today I'm probably gonna be cleaning too <laughs> it's just some part of me okay excuse me so from the panic attacks to the OCD which led to 
all these lead to anxiety now when I this is not a mental illness it's a mental issue okay but it could lead to both if you do not get it diagnosed um know how to cope with it know how to deal with it things happen the way they need the day you know it could lead to other things okay the reason why I got diagnosed with it was three years ago is when a little over three years ago I snapped off on my ex-husband and I'm talking about snapped and it got to the point where even he was a little afraid and told me he was a little afraid because we had an argument over a phone and, and it was a situation with that and I went off it's a control thing but most people will say oh she got control issues mm-hmm. yes and no it wasn't just about the phone at that time it was about the anxiety that I had with everything else leading up to now that's a personal story for another time that's just a snippet I use that example because that's when I got the diagnosis um I started going to therapy slowly after that like really quickly like I think I had a doctor's appointment within the next week and I'm just like telling the doctor I don't know what's going on with me I'm just really emotionally angry everything and also around this time my body was changing um of course I had my baby girl I end up I have right now I am um chronically vitamin D is deficient and iron deficient so around that time um when I was having my menstrual cycles as a woman I was bleeding heavy so I, and if anybody know about iron and bleeding and low blood they all kind of go together okay so it's not normal for you to bleed heavy for you not to have um low blood and low iron and blood and it's one they all work together so make a long story short once I got diagnosed with that um not diagnosed but once I went to the doctor and they found out that I had to change they had to change a lot of stuff for my health I had to get on an IUD to help stop the blood and everything else and help me as a woman to deal with the things I was dealing with which was mentally and I think I was on the IUD before let's say that I was on a different IUD and the IUD I was on they was realizing that it actually was altering the blood and making me blood bleed heavier which was technically deep down inside killing me from inside out okay so I said that to say then they said you know they usually ask you do you want to go to therapist I said yes so I don't know what's going on with my emotions now at this time I knew it was something mentally wrong with me and I just felt it I just felt it it was just like this is not normal this is not right make a long story short I went to therapy um and I started therapy and that's when I got diagnosed with anxiety it's a pretty much it's a condition where when something of your trauma your past this is why I help people deal with trauma and heal from trauma too this is how this happened about 
because I went from helping people deal and heal from domestic violence to now to help people deal with trauma. I um something from your trauma, it could be something from your trauma or your past, or it could be something that is a recurrence and it makes your anxiety um flare up. We'll say it like that. Most of the time, you don't know because it's in the form of panic attack. So that's what was in the past. I had anxiety all my life, but it didn't get diagnosed until panic attack. When I was going to the hospital all them times in Illinois, they wasn't diagnosing it like that. It is what it is. I'm just happy that I know to deal with it. So my therapist at the time diagnosed me with anxiety issues and pretty much told me ways didn't have to have prescription or anything for it it wasn't that severe because I do think people have um prescriptions for it mine wasn't that severe but it was severe enough where they had to see if the new IUD was correlating with the you know helping with the anxiety and the blood and everything else and I started realizing that it was certain things that the the therapist was telling me that I need to work on to how to deal with the anxiety. Now, to this point, I still deal with the anxiety. It has not went anywhere. What I do now to deal with my anxiety, my anxiety issue, which is a mental issue, because I think we all have mental issues one way or the other. This is me being vulnerable. Just because we don't have a mental illness don't mean we don't have mental issues, okay? Um... What I do to deal with it, I try to do to deal with it, I try to want, I close people off because a lot of people don't understand my anxiety. A lot of people don't know I have anxiety. So I close people off as a safe haven because what mine do is I make a, it makes me snap on people that didn't even do anything to me. Okay? Um, so I take time to myself. I also take a time to breathe, meditate. That's when meditation started coming in, when I started meditating, talking to the Lord. Um, I take time to meditate. That's the reason why I meditate, and I listen to meditation music sometimes, first in the morning. Um, when I realize that it's getting a hold of me, sometimes my anxiety, when I can't control a situation or a thing or... Um, where it makes my mind think of the past so it made my mind say I'm gonna be homeless again because I have a, a big fear of being vulnerable guys a big fear of being homeless again of homeless I was homeless twice so I do everything in my power not to be homeless again which I give that to the Lord the Lord you know that's the Lord controls that what I'm saying is why me having anxiety I have to spiritually and physically do things that would not help the anxiety bit bigger but shrink it down i have made a dedication that this year i will not have anxiety or have so much where it controls my life because i'm telling you it controls my life um to the point where my kids see my anxiety more than anybody else they may not know it's anxiety but they see it so with this i'm making a dedication by 2025 Step, I will be stepping into 2025 a, a newer person dealing with this anxiety right now that's what I'm dealing with at the beginning of the year at the beginning of this year and these last five it's only been January 6th these last five six days I've been having a lot of anxiety I'm telling you this because most people do not know how to cope and deal with what's going on with them mentally 
and then other people family members and friends they judge and they say it's something else when it's not like I said when I got younger when I was younger I got control issues it is control it's kind of a source of control but it's not something that um, you can't control necessarily um so it, it it was anger control issues she just snappy it, and me realizing and thinking back and knowing now what it is i'm expressing you to you if you have a mental illness or a mental issue one or the other or both because you can have both do not be afraid or ashamed to talk about it do not be afraid or ashamed to get diagnosed do not be afraid or ashamed to go to therapy I do journaling, a lot of journaling. Journaling actually helps with my anxiety a lot because what my anxiety does in my brain is my mind is going rapid, 25,000 miles a minute. And I'm trying to think about all the things I need to get done throughout the day. I told you I have OCD, so that doesn't help with the anxiety. I'm trying to figure out all the stuff I got done, the kids, the work, everything, my schedule. And so what it does is it builds up and makes me boast out. And also, if you don't get the rest and the relaxation that you need, um, I work on that a lot about getting the rest now that I need. That's where those panic attacks was coming from because in the past, I wasn't getting the rest that I needed to deal with the panic attacks. And so that's why and the anxiety that I had that I didn't know I had at that time was building up. So... I say that to say, all that to say, my personal story. Um, if you have a mental illness, mental issue, don't be ashamed of it. Get diagnosed, tell someone, get help for it. I promise you, if you really listen, we all got a mental issue. We all do. Yours may not be anxiety. Yours may be... Uh, something that, and I'm talking about mental because it, it challenges you mentally. It messes up your mind mentally. It stops you from doing life mentally. That's what I'm saying. That you can't cope. Think about it. Um, I have a personal story about my son, but I'll just expect, expect uh, I'll uh, express that at another time. I'll ask him first if you need me to express it. Um, but this is why I'm telling you not to be ashamed of it. Because it's not something to be ashamed of. It's something that it is what it is. But we're still designed and created by God. And God is the author and the finisher of our life. So meaning, he's there right along with us. He knows what happened. He's no, He knows what's going on. If you just take him with us, sometimes I close myself off to my friends all my family members because I don't like people seeing it or dealing with it. I have to deal with it. That's just the way I have to deal with it by myself. A lot of times, like right now while I'm fasting, I don't talk on the phone after 5 o'clock. I'm choosing not to do that only because it's helping me to not focus on complaining about what's going on in my situation or whatever's going on with me in this new year mentally um and i won't have anxiety and panic attacks because sometimes we can add to it we can build on from it we can make it worse than making it better so i'm dealing ways of coping with it i'm writing um right now i'm doing a lot of reading i read books i write in my journal i'm doing a lot of reading because i like reading 
pretty much I'm an author. I should like reading anyway. I did not like reading when I was younger. This is crazy, but I love reading now. Um, so I'll take you on this journey with me as I'm reading 15 books this year. So that's my story about my anxiety being my mental illness and issue. Okay. So I thank you for listening. I hope this helped you because it's helping me to get it out because most people didn't know about it and don't know about it and don't know about it in themselves. Um, so talk to a doctor. I'm not a, a doctor. Talk to a doctor. Talk to someone. I just know what works for me. And I know what my storyline is of where I was and where I'm so much better than where I've been. I'm so glad I got diagnosed with it. I'm so glad that I know now. So I didn't feel like, because at that time, three years ago, I felt like a crazy person. I thought I was losing my mind. Okay? <laughs> Sometimes it can have a correlation, the same um, effects as someone that has mental bipolar or something like that. It's totally different. So talk to a doctor. Find out what your mental issue or illness is. And don't be ashamed of it. Talk about it when you're ready. I thank you for listening to this podcast. Thank you for another year. This is season three of the Breakthrough Podcast. We are taking this up, up, up. <sighs> thank you guys because this is going to be tough for me, but this is going to be new also for me too. And I'm just so proud to be in this platform with you guys, listening, helping, helping you have a breakthrough moment, and helping me be transparent and open. As we always say, I love you. Thank you for listening. Like, share, and subscribe on all platforms. You can find me, Apple, Spotify, and I thank you. Until next time, I will see you guys next week. Bye.